Well, hello there. Welcome. Welcome to the Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead. Very happy to be here with you all. Today it is Monday, February the 7th, 2022. I hope you're all doing very well on this fine day. I hope to make your day even better. We're going to have a lot of fun in today's stream. So I hope you guys want to get cozy with me and, uh, and talk about some amazing things that are going on. Uh, some serious things that are going on, some rather comical things that are going on. So much is happening. So much is happening. I'm going to just open this right away with some news that literally two minutes before I pressed live stream came into my possession from uh, some good friends of mine. Let me just pull this right up for you. Check this out, guys. BCPS Employees for Freedom. So these are British Columbia public servants call for an end to the vaccine mandate. Let's just go through this really quick. This is breaking. Victoria, BC, public servants are calling for an end to the proof of COVID-19 vaccination mandate for provincial government workers. BC Public Service Employees for Freedom, a group with more than 400 registered and verified members that advocates on behalf of employees who feel they have been coerced into taking the COVID-19 vaccine to keep their jobs or who are facing termination for non-compliance has written an open letter to the provincial's top bureaucrat, Lori Wanamaker, calling for an end to the vaccine mandate. In October, 2021, Wanamaker announced all BC public servants would be required to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination using the BC vaccine card by November 22nd, 2021, or face leave without pay and possible termination after three months. That's just their nice way of saying, you're fired. You're fired for not complying with our tyrannical, unscientific measures. This new requirement was described by Wanamaker as an important and necessary step to ensure our workplace remains as safe as possible. There are approximately 30,000 employees working in the BC Public Service. We were told this was about employee safety and that vaccination was the safest, most effective measure to reduce transmission in our communities, said the group spokesperson, on condition of anonymity. Group members are concerned about employee or employer reprisals for speaking out against the mandate. Quote, the problem is the vaccines haven't stopped infection or transmission, and most office-based BC public servants are still working from home online. So basically, what's the big deal? It's not working. We all see this evidence coming in from all over the world, okay? Uh, the open letter, which can be found here, the link is there in that, in that uh, post, points to data from the BC Center for Disease Control. <laughs> Do you remember the one that told us that glory holes were the only acceptable form of sexual intercourse during COVID? <laughs> That's actually, they actually did say that. It's incredible. Uh, so yeah, the same, those guys, they said show, the show over the past month, nearly 80% of the new COVID cases were among the vaccinated and more than two thirds of patients admitted to hospital and dying from COVID-19 in BC were vaccinated. <clears throat> and I've actually got some uh, updates. I just spoke to a medical expert that works locally here who I'm going to be having on the show Friday. More on that. Stay tuned. So they continue, if our vaccinated colleagues can work from home online, but can't and will be fired because we won't disclose our personal private medical information or take a vaccine that doesn't stop COVID infection or transmission, how does that ensure workplace safety? What an excellent point. 
The group is urging the head of BC Public Service to end the vaccine mandate, reinstate employees on leave without pay, and offer severance and back pay to employees who feel unable to return to their jobs because of discrimination and stigma that they have suffered as a result of the mandate. Wasn't Canada and British Columbia specifically supposed to be the most tolerant country in the world where we condemn hate and discrimination? Don't we actually have boatloads of anti-discrimination laws at our disposal? Well, apparently not, according to the cult of the medics, but what do they know? They're going out of business, my friends. Recently, the British government announced the end of mandatory COVID-19 vaccination for healthcare workers in England. Saskatchewan and Alberta have also signaled the end of proof of COVID-19 vaccination requirements. I think that might just be a dog and pony show, but let's just, let's see how it goes. Because, you know, the honking is going to continue. So we'll, we'll, we'll have more on this as these, these things develop. Canada's chief public health officer has said recently that all existing public health policies, including provincial vaccine passports, need to be re-examined in the coming weeks. Why don't you just put an end to it right now? Because you guys had zero science or reason to do this in the beginning. So just end it. The first BC government employees could be fired as soon as February 22nd, 2022. It's been a really difficult time, they say, these last few months, said one affected employee who asked to remain anonymous. I've laid awake at night after night, wondering how I'm going to pay the rent and the bills. I haven't been able to get EI because of the way the government has reported me on leave, and I don't know if I'll get any at all because they're saying I'll be terminated for just cause. With Victoria being such a government town, I don't know how I'm going to find another job like the one I've been doing for the last 14 years and survive here. Guys, these are people that have dedicated their lives to their jobs. Many of you listening right now are going through this very same thing. And my heart goes out to you, and I'm glad to see this group fighting back. That's what we need to do, because this is egregious. The group spokesperson is hopeful that there is a shift in the way their employee sees the current situation with the pandemic winding down, and that Wanamaker will hear their appeal to return to work. Public servants are dedicated professionals who work hard and care deeply about their communities, Government programs and services have suffered as a result of this mandate, and we just want to get back to work and serve the people of British Columbia. We hope Miss Wanamaker will show bold leadership, do the right thing, and end the mandate now. And they actually have a website. Let me just, uh, oh, this is right on their website. You can go to their website, bcpsforfreedom.com. So glad to see this. These are cropping up everywhere right now. We got Mounties for Freedom. We got veterans for freedom. We got police on guard for thee. We've got truckers. We got cowboys. We've got mariners for freedom in the pipeline. We've got, who else do we got? We got, I spoke to some of the bikers. Shout out to the bikers out there. I know it's winter right now, but we can't wait for spring, can we? Bikers for freedom coming up soon. Mariners for freedom, boats. We could do this forever with the boats. So we got a bunch of farmers and truckers and cowboys that are all looking for Justin Trudeau. Where are you, Justin? Where are you? Oh, wait, this just in. This just in. Apparently, Justin Trudeau has recently sat down with a truck, a trucker, and has started the negotiation process. So uh, this is hot off the press, guys. Let me just show you this as I get it. Thank you. 
I agree with the impatience that people feel. I, I feel it too. We need to be moving as fast as possible. I, I, I accept that some people's perspective on that is that we need to respect people's uh, freedom of choice, freedom of expression, freedom of religion. <laughs> That's about the best we've got from this guy. Where are you hiding, Trudeau? Like, seriously. And the Ottawa mayor? Look at this guy. WF Econo or World Economic Forum advocate. He's spoken at many of their events. The guy hasn't done a push-up his entire life. And uh, he's gone completely hysterical. So what's going on with that? Why aren't you guys negotiating? Why aren't you guys sitting down and having a conversation with some of these amazing salt-of-the-earth Canadians that just wanted to be left alone? What's going on with the Ottawa police? I hear a whole bunch of you guys are, are resigning. So to those that are resigning, thank you for your service and thank you for doing what's right because what you guys did last night as an organization that you were ordered to do by your very corrupt leadership was egregious. It was a crime. It was wrong. It was morally wrong. And you guys know it. I can see it in your faces in the videos. When you're taking all that fuel away, which turns out to not even be a dent in the whole thing. So it was all just for the cameras and we know it. But to any of those police officers out there that are having some second thoughts about following the orders of this incredibly corrupt and inhuman tyrannical regime, join Mounties for Freedom. Join Police on Guard for Thee. Join your fellow Canadians to end this madness because you know in your hearts and in your souls that this is wrong. Remember your oath. Remember your oath because we're remembering it and this is only going to grow. See, this is the thing. We're at a point in this where every single move that gets made is immediately countered. Have you noticed that yet? How to go with the GoFundMe block? Did that, did that work? Did that help? Or did that backfire magnificently? I hear they're already close to $5 million on the other donation platform. And now people all over the world are tweeting about, and celebrities and big organizations are tweeting about how they're going to boycott GoFundMe. So that was a really bad move. When you go super woke, you go broke. That's how it goes. You're not stopping this. You're not stopping this. You can lie, slander, try to smear everybody in the media, show your hypocrisy. Don't you guys remember Chaz? You guys remember Chaz? That wasn't that long ago. I'm old enough to remember Chaz. Are you guys old enough to remember that? Complete endorsement by the fake news. Complete endorsement by the governments, both in Canada and America. All kinds of violence took place. Horrible, horrible health conditions, garbage all over the street, burning and looting and graffiti and destruction of property like we've never seen before. Or what about the summer of love during the summer of 2020, the apex of the most deadly pandemic to ever strike the planet, allegedly. And yet there were people all over the streets in every major city all over the world, including in Ottawa, that were tearing down statues, marching side by side, speaking moistly in the streets, 
And regardless of the cause of the protest, the fact is, is that even our own prime minister, he didn't disappear during that protest. He went and took a knee and got the photo op and encouraged it. And CNN Health came out with 100 doctors, allegedly, that came out in full support of breaking the mandates for those days to go and do the protest, even though there was like 40 people protesting in Hamilton, Ontario, against the mandates, and they were all said by the media to be a bunch of dangerous extremists that were going to spread the virus and kill everybody. That was 40 people. Do you remember that, CTV News? You remember that? But then weeks later, thousands and thousands of people go in the streets for a cause that was approved by the media. And now... We have literally, if you put it all together from all the protests that we've seen from the Extinction Rebellion events to the, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests and all the protests that we've had, this is literally the most well-behaved revolutionary protest in history. And all they can do is throw sand at it. What does that tell you? The hypocrisy is stunning. It's stunning. So this is not going away. I know the, I hear the mayor just said, or the police chief is like, it's illegal to honk your horns in Ottawa for 10 days. <laughs> you think that's going to stop them? You guys tried to show some force. You had grenade launchers. You had a bunch of scary looking Gestapo guys, stormtroopers walking through the street. You picked up a couple jerry cans. You took their little purple heatered thing that they use to heat things. You took that just to get the cameras on you so that the media could go and be like, look, mass arrests are happening. Run for the hills. It's over. You better just leave. You guys know there's tons of trucks coming to Ottawa right now, right? You know that they're plugging up the highways all over the country. You know that Coots, Alberta, has hundreds, if not thousands of people there right now, backing them up. <laughs> There's cowboys. There's hundreds of cowboys on their horses at the border with their American patriot brothers and sisters riding their horses for freedom right now. Cowboys. You don't get much tougher than that. I don't know if you know who you're dealing with. <laughs> so Trudeau, just come out of your basement, come out of hiding. You've completely destroyed every last semblance of any level of credibility that you had left, which wasn't much to begin with. Just come out with your hands up. And honestly, if you go sit down with these truckers, they'll make you some pizza. They'll make you a hot dog. They've got... Bouncy castles, we know you love those. They've got, um, they've got stuffed animals down there that people are donating to the kids that have suffered under your horrible edicts. They could make it very cozy. They've got places where they can warm themselves. You know, you could light the 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 torch of freedom, the eternal flame of freedom that you turned off for the first time since Terry Fox lit it, and then accused everybody of defacing 
the holy monument of Terry Fox by putting a Canadian flag and a mandate freedom sign on his hands. Meanwhile, you have nothing to say at all about how, what was it, like six, seven months ago, people were literally beheading statues and urinating on them and spray painting them and tearing them down. They were lighting churches on fire. They were lighting entire churches on fire, historical buildings on fire six, seven months ago. Nothing, nothing from the media, nothing from Prime Minister Trudeau, nothing from these Hollywood elites. Come on. You, you, think, <laughs> you think we don't remember that? You wish, you wish. You think we're just going to pack up and leave? Keep dreaming. Go talk to these people. They'll be very cordial, I promise. I know it says F. Trudeau like all over the country right now. And actually it's sold out on Amazon, that flag and those mugs. And it's all sold out on Amazon. I'm sorry. It's just the way people feel, dude. You have to go sit down and talk to a truck, a real one. Go talk to one. Go talk to one of these truckers. It has to be you. It can't be one of your little minions with like stacks of notes that they're just going to read to people that we know isn't going to do anything. You have to show leadership and physically go down there. Bring your security detail. Bring your security team. Corporal Danny Bulford's down there. He'll keep the peace. He'll make sure everything's safe and peaceful. Don't worry. Nobody's going to hurt you. They may challenge you to an arm wrestling match. That's the maximum. That's the maximum. Just to show some, you know, show some faith, show some good faith. That's it. That's the worst you have to worry about is losing an arm wrestling match to a trucker. I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask after what you've done to this country. And, and bro, these were the people that wanted to be left alone. Don't you get that? Nobody wanted any of this. They just want to be left alone to provide Canada with the food supply and the shipping and everything, like, that's all everybody wanted. These cowboys, these truckers, these bikers, these mariners, these public service employees, these police officers, these lawyers, these people from all cultural backgrounds, races, religions, political affiliations that are there in protest and are growing by the nanosecond the more you try to push this off and try to paint everybody as being a bunch of Nazi racist terrorists, which is complete and total, complete and total nonsense. We know that. You know that. Just cut the shit and go talk to these people. That's all you have to do. That's all you got to do. And the more you don't do it, the more people are going to come. It's, I'm sorry, it's beyond fixing at this point. You're not going to have enough police to go arrest everybody. I'm sure there's going to be some arrests, but you know there's entire teams of lawyers. You can go to truckerlaw.ca right now, anybody listening, and you can support the defense of innocent people that are simply standing up for their rights as human beings. And they're in line with the highest national law in this country, which is the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. There is no law that supersedes that law. All these provincial recommendations, guidelines, health orders, they're nothing. The only reason this has any, this is still in the situation that it's in, is because we know you, you paid all the courts off and you've got your people sitting in there 
unwilling to do their duty to represent Canada, to represent equal representation of the law, and to represent the highest national law in this country. We tried peacefully demonstrating for two years straight. We tried writing letters. We tried doing videos. We tried extending olive branches. These people that wanted to be left alone, and I'm one of those people, we've tried every possible way to do this so that it wouldn't disrupt anything. It wouldn't make anybody feel like uncomfortable. But still, it's nothing but belligerence outright attacks, insults, slurs, slanders, discrimination. And now violence, now you're sending Gestapo on the streets. You realize the whole world is watching, right? You realize that? The whole world. They're documenting everything. You made it on to Tucker Carlson. You made it on to like every mainstream show. Millions of people around the world know what's happening and they're willing this win for us. Do you know there's convoys starting all over the world right now? You're not, you don't have gulags and jails big enough to hold everybody. That's your problem. You don't have enough police officers, given what I'm hearing from the ground, with all these police officers resigning, with the military saying, no, 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 we're not going to touch these truckers. There might be a few, you know, hysterical contagion people stuck in the military, but the vast majority aren't. A lot of the veterans are willing to stand and defend. There's no way out of this. The only move you have left is to just keep falling on your own sword here. So just come out, come out. Let's have this discussion. And let's have a scientific debate. I want Dr. Teresa Tam. I want all the health ministers that represent each province to show up and answer the challenge of debate by numerous doctors, nurses, medical professionals in this country. We won't even sick Dr. Robert Malone or Dr. Peter McCullough on you. We'll save that for Fauci and all those other guys. Just here in Canada, we have doctors ready to have a civil, open, live debate with any of these public health officials, including Dr. Teresa Tam, who's now coming out and saying that two jabs just isn't, a, isn't enough. So that's over. There's no reason for mandates. There's no reason for any of this stuff. Europe is dropping the mandates like crazy. It's over, man. It's over. Just come out with your hands up. All right. All right. Here's my little rant on that. Um, what are we going to do first here? Let's go. Okay. I'm going to show you this little clip. I edited it together. Uh, big shout out to my good friend, Celine. She lives in Ottawa and she went down to the protest on Saturday to catch some footage for me. So this has never before been seen. Uh, this is our own organic footage. I just kind of edited it together just to give you an idea of what it was like during the terrorist white supremacist occupation of grave concern.
Wow, that was awesome. Thank you, Celine, for going out and grabbing that footage for me. Um, big shout out to my brother, uh, Luis Rivas there as well, who got me some footage. I'll, uh, I'll have to play that next time. There's just so much happening. It's incredible. Did you see Santa Claus was there? There were unicorns there for the kids. There were people handing out stuffed animals. We got Canadian veterans who serve this country. Uh, they were there. So thank you to those veterans for making a stand and fighting enemies at home as well. Because that's where most of them are. They're in Ottawa, sadly. The enemies of freedom. The enemies of this country. They don't like this country. They don't like freedom. Because freedom, the reason everybody's against freedom and they're being weaponized by the media to hate freedom is because freedom is not good for business. It's not good for their business. Those people in Davos and in Switzerland and in Rome and in the DC and in New York, it's not good for business to have individual freedom. They want a new business model. They want build back better. They want the great reset. They want you to own nothing and be happy. They want you to sit down and do as you're told without questioning it. They want you to line up like farm animals. They want to experiment on you. They want to reduce the surplus population of the earth. And they want to do away with freedom because that's a major obstacle to them having full-scale spectrum dominance over the entire planet. All the resources, all the land, all the wealth. You do know that we got plundered, right, through this entire process. You know that we had the largest transfer of wealth in human history. Largest transfer of wealth in human history. The middle class lost like $3.9 trillion. And guess how much the multinational corporations that are owned by BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street made? $3.6 trillion in the same time period. Coincidence? You want to call me a conspiracy theorist? Holy smokes, you have no idea. We're understating the problem. Trust me. We're just trying to get you guys to understand how this world really works. If we told you the real truth, 95% of you'd be in the hospital. But anyways, we're going to do our best with what we've got. Um, thank you to everybody that showed up in Ottawa. I went down to Victoria. Um, just an amazing celebration. I spoke to some incredible people there. People from every background. People that don't normally agree on certain issues where they're arm in arm, hugging each other, laughing, singing, dancing, celebrating. We didn't get to have a Canada Day. Canada Day was canceled. Easter was canceled. Christmas was canceled. So this has turned into also a celebration of, of what it is to be a human. And then afterwards, I got to go to this incredible place out in the sticks, uh, a, a wonderful potluck event. And this was so inspiring, guys. So here's what this community did. They're a small community, rural area. A gentleman there owns a bunch of land. They've got a big barn on the property. And... Um, they basically took the top half of the barn and converted it into uh, an incredible space for live music, potluck dinners. They got tons of tables and um, the guy does all kinds of classic work on classic cars and motorcycles. So he's got them all over. It's, it's got the feeling of like a, an old 1950s jukebox uh, diner. It's just incredible what they've done. Beautiful people. They invited me to come out and speak. And I had an amazing time with them. They had a live band. There had been a while since I sat in front of live music and just watched people laughing and dancing. And it was just so fun. It was so fun. 
And those kind of communities are springing up all over the place, all over the place. It's unstoppable. You can't stop freedom. To stop freedom, you have to stop humanity. And that's what they want to do. And we're not going to let them. All right. We're not going to let them. It's not going to happen. Get that out of your head that it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay. I got to do this bit. I promised this will be fun. Have you heard about all the heart attacks, all the different ways that you can now get a heart attack? Now there's heart attack. There's a heart attack pandemic. Did you hear about it? And there's so many different reasons why now everybody's getting heart attacks. Everything from, you know, fluffing your pillows could give you a heart attack to brushing your teeth too hard could give you a heart attack. Guys, these are actual media headlines. So I asked you on both my Twitter and my Telegram, and you can follow me there at DW Truth Warrior. I asked you to share your favorites. I haven't even looked at them. So we're just going to look at them together because there's some good ones. Okay, let's do this. Uh, yeah. So here we go. Shaking the duvet too vigorously while making your bed can increase your chances of a heart attack, scientists warn. <laughs> well, yeah, especially if you've taken three mRNA vaccines that haven't been tested and are causing record numbers of mary myocarditis and pericarditis all over the world. Uh, there's always that, right? But what did you guys find? Oh my God, 45 comments. Let's see what we got here. Hope you guys got some good ones for me. What's this one? Doctors worry about what all the extra long-term anxiety during the pandemic is doing to our hearts. <laughs> well, there is a psychological um, a mental health problem. Absolutely. But <laughs> they're trying so desperately hard to cover up what we all know is really happening. Okay, come on. Get out of here with this. <laughs> oh, what's this? Heart attack. The healthy diet that may increase your risk of having a heart attack. <laughs> now a healthy diet can increase your risk of having a heart attack, guys. You know the healthy diet that nobody recommended during the entire pandemic? Because they just told you to hide under your beds and wait for a vaccine from Bill Gates. But they're like, don't worry about natural health or building up your immune system and eating healthy and exercising and sleeping right. No, don't worry about that. Live in eternal fear caused by us. And then we're going to blame all the vaccine side effects on actually what we did to you. It's really messed up and twisted. Nobody buys it, media. You guys are done. You're done. What's this? The whale's on live. Average age of sudden death during sex is 38. What happens? Oh my God. <laughs> but nobody's having sex because they're listening to the British Columbia Centers for Disease Control and they are choosing to make themselves their sexual partner or using glory holes. So we don't even know how many people are having heart attacks due to that. So you guys got to pick up your game here. What's this one? Health forecast. What is this like the weather now? Oh, it is. <laughs> Here's the, how the weather is harming your health from heart attacks to stroke and gout. <laughs> it's from the weather. It's climate change. You got that climate change variant or what? <laughs> this is great. Oh, I know it's a tragedy, guys, but you have to laugh in the face of evil. Come on. You got to laugh. Energy bill price rise may cause heart attacks and strokes, <laughs> says a television general practitioner. Is it one of those rent-a-doctors that you guys went and hired? 
has no medical background when you actually look into them. They're all fake TV actors. Why are you hiring fake TV actors and staging things on the news? Why would you have to do that? That's really interesting. And now you're going to say that the energy bill price, yeah, the energy bill price I'm sure is pretty high. I mean, it's look at the gas prices. I want to have a heart attack every time I see the gas prices. You got to take out a second mortgage to go fill up a tank of gas these days. But um, I sincerely doubt that the energy bill price is the actual root causal factor behind why people have myocarditis in record numbers. I don't think that's the reason, but it's okay. I'm just a, I'm crazy. Uh, the sun, watch out guys, watch out. Moving clocks forward an hour could be dangerous for millions of Brits with serious heart conditions. <laughs> it causes too much stress. It's the stress of having to not know what time of day it is without looking at the sun. We need the clock to be moved and that is anxiety creating and that will cause heart problems. That's why all your friends have heart problems. It's because of the moving back of the clocks. This is the media? Seriously? You guys are pathetic. Oh, okay, you got experts now. Every time they say expert, I'm like, okay, this is a bunch of bullshit coming. Expert warns that shoveling snow can be a deadly way to discover underlying cardiovascular conditions as straining the heart with physical activity could cause sudden death. Do you know that physical activity actually prevents heart problems over time? Unless, of course, you have vaccine-induced myocarditis, then there's always that. That, yeah, if you have that condition and you go out and shovel some snow, it's going to be kind of like all those elite athletic athlete soccer players that are dropping all over the pitch right now, which never happened before shoveling snow. Speaking of shoveling snow, I just want everybody to know all over Ottawa, there are shovels leaning up against the signs on the road and anybody is welcome to help the truckers keep the roads clean for all of the Ottawa citizens who are losing their minds right now. Sorry, Ottawa, you guys live in the capital of Canada and we all pay taxes and we're all sick of being lied to. It's not our fault that you chose to live right next to the eye of Sauron. Um, it is the nation's capital. It is a place of public protest when the government turns into China. And uh, so, yeah, you're going to have to deal with the honks. I'm sorry. USA Today, very prestigious media network. They say, are you at risk for a heart attack during your workout? <laughs> ah, working out would have been a great thing to recommend people do at the beginning of all this, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say? Worrying more may raise heart disease risk in men. Oh, worrying more. Worrying more may raise heart disease risk in men. Yeah, worrying. What, what are people worried about? What's the cons what do you think they're worried about right now? You can't just blame it all on anxiety. Oh, here. <laughs> oh, here comes the Heart and Stroke Foundation. They just love you so much. Living in segregated neighborhoods may double heart health risk for black young adults. It's because they live in segregated neighborhoods, guys. That's why these young people are having record numbers of heart attacks. That's why. Oh, why are professional footballers having heart attacks? Experts, here we go with that expert. Experts call for a less taxing schedule to ease the pressure off players. Guys, that's why all those 
tennis players and soccer players and rugby players and swimmers and all kinds of athletes. That's why they're dropping right in the middle of the game. All those NBA players, even the referees, they're just dropping right on the court. Just boom. Out of nowhere. We've never seen this before. But the reason is everybody's just had an, they've got too much of a taxing schedule of training. That's why. That's why. Young, young people that are at the prime of their athletic condition, they're in better shape than war horses are collapsing in the pitch it's just because it's too demanding on them. It's too demanding, guys. Oh, what's this? Heart attacks more likely during Christmas time, experts say. What are the warning signs? <laughs> Why during Christmas? I thought Christmas was illegal anyways. How switching to a plant-based diet can prevent heart disease. Yeah, we have to definitely use our diet to help with all of this. Oh, climate change may cause heart increased heart defects in babies. Um, drug alert, urgent warning to millions of Brits as something I can't pronounce increases heart risk, heart attack risk. Oh, so there's another drug that needs to be investigated. I'll bet you it was approved by the FDA. I have a feeling this, this keeps going. I even have uh, a bunch on Twitter as well, I think. I ask this one. Let's just quickly check what you guys told me on Twitter. See if there's any other good ones here. Oh, look at this. Climate change, heat waves affect heart health, experts say. Here's why. These guys that grew up since childhood work in the fields are suddenly having heart problems because of climate change. Yeah, the clock's moving ahead. The energy price. TV doctor says devastating energy price hike may cause heart attacks and even strokes. Look at this guy. He totally looks sane. Look at those eyes. What's up with the wide eyes? Oh, getting into some old, um, I got to check this music video out. Demi Lovato heart attack with black hands. Oh, good job on the symbolism. Keep her going. Oh, does skipping breakfast increase your risk of heart attacks? Do you ever skip breakfast? That could be, that could be what it is. People are having heart attacks during sex. Um, here's a bunch of them. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> they will do anything to deflect. It's all they can do because more people are getting the shots. Time is ticking. More people are having these types of effects. And the media has to come in because they work for these companies they're basically sponsored and bought by Pfizer and these other companies. They have to go to war and defend their masters. That's what's happening. They have no other play. They're hoping that they're just going to wait out the truckers, wait out all the resistance until everybody starts dropping of heart attacks or cancer or blood clots and strokes. It's craziness. Well, let me tell you a quick story. I just got off right before this uh, live stream. I had a lovely conversation with a local paramedic. I'm going to be interviewing her on Friday. We're going to do an extra show this week on Friday. Uh, I'll have to let you guys know about the specific time. We're just going to work that out. Make sure you follow my social media for more, but, um, she's ready to tell her story about what, what went down very quickly. She, she has a, an injury that she's had to deal with for quite some time. So her duties have been restricted to mostly doing cleaning and whatnot around the hospitals. 
And, you know, but she saw everything go down throughout 2020 and, and 2021 and now 2022. And um, she has an allergy. I can't even pronounce what it was she's allergic to. I'll have her tell you guys. Um, she has an allergy to certain things. So she was actually able to get an exemption form from a doctor. And she presented that exemption form when it came time to talk about the shots and it was rejected. And she's in a, she was in a really tough situation because she's injured. She can only, there's only so many jobs she can do. And, um, she had all kinds of pressure from her parents. Her parents basically told her, if you don't get this shot, we're not going to help you financially. If you lose your job, because it's your fault even though she tried to tell them, look, I have a condition, I have an allergy, I'm allergic to the ingredients of this shot. I, I got an exemption. I don't know what else I need to tell you. And they still wouldn't support her because as she described it, everybody's under a spell. She said, everybody's under a spell. It's black magic. What's going on. That's what she said. And, um, so she caved to the pressure. She got the first two jabs after the first jab, she had a high fever, got really, really, really sick. And, um, says she feels now like she probably got the condition that I'll tell you about in a sec. She got that condition, uh, after the first shot, she thinks, but then she ended up getting the second and she got some blood work done because she has to do these tests on a regular basis. And, um, they say, why didn't they tell you to go get an, I think it's called an SEG or something like some kind of a scan. How come you didn't go get your blood work tested because you've got elevated levels of stuff. And she thought, well, I thought it was just because I had a fever and I, I was sick. They're like, no, 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 come here right away. We have to get this scan done. And they do it and they come back and she has full blown pericarditis. She's never had a history of heart issues. They're tested on a regular basis, working with the paramedics, no issues with that. She was in, you know, working her whole life on this and all of a sudden she has pericarditis. So she knows right away. She did this research. She was well aware of what she was walking into. She made the choice. She knew that there was a chance of these side effects. She didn't want to take it. She was coerced. They threatened to take her job. That's why many people are doing this. And um, now she has this debilitating heart condition. Then a friend of hers, who's also working in the medical field locally, ends up getting full-blown myocarditis. She said her heart was beating so fast, I could feel it in her back. And all the doctors just walked away. Oh, it can't be the vaccine. It can't be the vaccine. They know it is. And they're walking away. It's a, it's crazy. So I'm going to have her come on and tell her story in detail. It's, she's an incredible person. I'm glad she reached out to me and you know, it's more, I've interviewed health experts this for two years and so have many others. Um, I was even having a debate on Twitter with a nurse who at least had RN in her Twitter. So we don't know, but couldn't believe how you're sitting there showing studies out of the new England journal of medicine. We, we started on the masking, started having a debate on the masking and I don't want to go out and just start all these fights and everything. I never started. They come to my posts and then they start stuff. And then if I'm in the mood, I'm kind of curious. That's more why I engage in debates. If you ever see me getting into these little shindigs on my social media. It's because I've got some time and I'm curious. It's part of me trying to understand the mindset and I want to hear what their arguments are. I'm very curious. Like to me, this is open and shut at this point, but I'm curious. So what, what's your, what are you going to say to this? What are you going to say to like 76 studies that show that masks are not effective at stopping anything? 
And they're also causing all kinds of illness and problems, actually. They're, they're causing problems, this universal mask wearing stuff, giving people viral pneumonia. They're, you know, restricting oxygen. This is not, this is not how we used to do things. And no matter what you say, it's you're just crazy conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer. It's like it's a program. It's a program that's been repeated over and over in their heads and they can't snap out of it. So, but I didn't get any convincing arguments as I haven't yet. Um, and it's not just because I'm stubborn. It's actually because I'm, I'm sitting there going, I really need you to uh, debunk all these studies and debunk all these world-renowned experts that are coming out resisting the official narrative. Uh, we've got loads of evidence and data now to show you like, just tell me about Israel. Tell me about, compare Israel to India, Sweden, Texas, Florida, and I'll wait, you know? Why are we taking the third jab now only a year in to, to the shots? How come they're causing all these problems? How come they're not giving you the safety data? Pfizer wanted to withhold it for 75 years. I mean, isn't that a little sketch balls? Like, is that just me or that's just, that's just that, like, if they're like, hey, there's a new, new drug in town. And uh, we're not going to tell you any of the safety data that we found in our original trials until 75 years from now. You'll be dead by the time we tell you if this was what killed you or not. I, I just, that's sketchy to me. I don't know why that's a big, why that's a problem. And then if they work so well, you shouldn't have to force it on anybody. And now we know, just like that letter from the BC workers for freedom, uh, we're saying we now know, we know that this doesn't stop any transmission. So that is the end of the debate. If it doesn't stop transmission and it doesn't even stop it and prevent it after you've taken three of these things in less than a year, you don't have an argument for mandates. You can keep going on that hamster wheel and defining for yourself the de definition of insanity by continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, but not everybody wants to live like that. So you can't force that on everybody else. That's the issue. That's why you've got truckers parked in your city, Ottawa, because force is not an argument. Coercion is not an argument. Running from open challenges of scientific debate is not an argument. Censoring world-renowned experts from all over the world from having a say at the table is not an argument. That's not science. So you, you don't exist on the moral high ground that you think you do. You've been conditioned and programmed by the media who's owned by the pharmaceutical industry, which has a stranglehold of control over the medical industrial complex. It's a compartmentalized structure. Go to cultofthemedics.com to learn more. It's all there. It's all there. So what else was I going to show you? <clears throat> oh. I'll play it now. I made a little video the other day. You probably saw it. I don't know if you saw it or not, but if you haven't, I'll play it now. Just a couple minutes. I called it freedom. It's a bit emotional, so get your Kleenex box out. But this is my shout out of support to these incredible patriots, freedom fighters, these truckers, all the people that are freezing their butts off in Coots and in Manitoba and in Ottawa right now. This is for you. This is dedicated to freedom.
Yes, we will be victorious. We've already won. They just don't know it yet. We have to go through the process of allowing them to continue to fall on their own sword in public and make complete total fools of themselves. Because here's what happens with these tyrants is they are the worst advertisement for themselves, folks. That is their death nail. That is why evil tyranny and corruption contains within it the seeds of its own destruction. Its destiny is to fail. Its destiny is to fail. It's written in the stars. And evil and tyranny can only exist when good people do nothing. Well, no more are good people doing nothing. It took a while, but here we are. You see the look in those people's eyes in Coots, Alberta? <laughs> you don't mess with these people. They just want it to be left alone. They are strong people that actually work for a living. Waking up at five in the morning to put food on the table. Hardworking, rough people. And they want their freedom back. And they're not going to wait for some kind of, oh, well, maybe we could just slowly do this over the next two years. Maybe, what about just one jab mandating? One jab? Maybe one mask? You know, so, no, no, no. This is over. Did you see their faces? You see their eyes? You see my eyes? I'm going nowhere. This is only the beginning. This is going to keep going in wave after wave after wave. It's going to grow exponentially. It is unstoppable because it's giving people courage and confidence to make the stand that they deep down wanted to make a stand, but they were too afraid to do it. And I'm not going to sit here and disparage those people simply because they couldn't find their courage because courage is a lost art form. It's a lost knowledge of how to live a courageous life, how to cultivate courage in your life, to make a stand for freedom, to make a stand for what you believe in. The human race has been battered around, drugged up, dumbed down, targeted, sophisticated levels of psychological warfare for decades and decades. So I know there's a lot of people in my own movement that have given up long time ago on humanity. I am not one of those people. And I'm being vindicated right now. Because the right people are coming to this fight now. Before, God bless some of these protesters who were trying to do what they could to raise awareness. They started that optics that we needed to show, hey, not everybody's just going to take this sitting down. But a lot of these people were professional protesters. They're used to that. They go out there and they, they have the signs and everything. This is different. These are people that have never been to a protest in their life. These are people who just got pushed up against the wall by the government on multiple fronts. And they're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. You should go. I post all over my telegram. I am blasting this out 24-7. I have dedicated everything to this to tell you guys the truth that the media will not report because they're cowards, they're liars, they're criminals, they're fake news, and they've been fired by humanity. So guys, don't let the door hit you on the way out. You're done here. You start doing some real journalism and start reporting the truth, we'll accept you. After a bazillion apologies, maybe, if we feel like it. <laughs> we got, we're the media now. Okay, but these people, those people in that video in Coots, Alberta, 
I just really want to drive it home. When you see that plaid and those gloves and those just tough people with beards and horses and big tractors and shit. <laughs> the Hell's Angels doesn't mess with these people. That's who you're dealing with. And these people are not violent. Go watch the first Rambo. It's a great story. I'm not saying it's going to like violent Rambo. That's not, we don't even need to. This is going to be one without a shot fired. If there's a shot, it's going to come from the government and that's going to finish them completely. That's going to be over the second they even try any of that shit. It's going to be over that second they try it. Um, but the mindset in that Rambo movie, the, the story of just the guy that's just going passing through, wants to be left alone, tries everything to get out of the problem, but the guys in that town had too big of an ego. They felt threatened by him. They kept coming after him and eventually they pushed too hard. And he's like, I'm going to give you a war that you'll never forget. And this war is not violent. This war is a war of love, unity, freedom, bouncy castles, a couple honks, and uniting people in this country like we've never seen before in a way that our prime minister failed to do and in fact worked actively against doing and tried everything in his power to continually divide us because he's an agent for Rome, for Davos, for England, for the deep state, for the corrupt politicians, the financiers, the multinational corporations, the medical industrial complex. These people are agents. They might not even know it. That's how low on the totem pole they are. And we know this in mass in Canada and now around the world. What, we're going to get the miners involved. We're going to get the bulldozers for freedom. It won't end. It's only the beginning. Now, with that said, let me uh, play a quick statement for those of you who are very concerned. I hope I reassured you last night when everything started going down in Ottawa. I know everybody's freaking out. My phone was blowing up. Everybody's like, they're going to arrest them and shoot them. It's going to be. <laughs> We're talking about Canada. Okay. If they start doing that, I'll be shocked. It'd be a really bad mistake on their part. It would be the end of the Canadian government. It'd be the end. It would be the end. Every Canadian in Canada will be on their doorstep if they try to do any of that shit. And they know it. We want this to be peaceful. We just want the mandates to end. And so uh, Corporal Danny Bulford was on the ground. He put out a message that uh, is going super viral right now. Oh, wow, it's close to 13,000 hits just on my telegram. Um, so let me, uh, let me bring that up and play it for you. RCMP for 15 years. The last eight was spent here on a full-time tactical unit where I spent the majority of my time protecting our Prime Minister and conducting other tactical operations. I know what a lawful arrest looks like. We know of people being arrested for helping to fuel trucks. For what offense is still unclear. Please remain calm this is a scare tactic to coerce people into submission. They don't have a legal leg to stand on. The world is watching, and this reflects very poorly on the city of Ottawa and the police services. Remain peaceful. The only thing that you are required to say if you're arrested or detained 
is to identify yourself. Every Canadian citizen has the right to equal protection under the law. Hold the line. Thanks, Danny. You're a warrior, brother. I support you fully. I'm so happy that you're down there. You make me feel so much better about what's going on. And hats off to all of those, the lawyers, the legal teams, uh, Rebel News has been doing some incredible work. Uh, just thanks to everybody that's been pouring in the support, literally from all over the world, people that have been donating their time, people that are driving down there to support this movement, to bring fuel, to bring food, to bring warm clothes and blankets, um, to keep the morale alive. We love you. We support you. We're with you and we're going to win. We're going to win. It's going to happen. Yeah, I was just trying to reassure you guys uh, about all the stuff. Now there's the jerry cans for freedom movement. So all kinds of citizens are walking around Ottawa today with, a jer with an empty jerry can to stand and support with these truckers as they literally had their personal property stolen by the police. Because that's what it was, by the way. That was, a, that was theft. So I got some good videos on this channel. I'll let you guys go and catch that up. Um, uh, here we go. Look at this. This is what I was telling you guys about. Workers of the world lost $3.7 trillion in earnings during the pandemic. World's billionaires get richer by $3.9 trillion during the pandemic. Any coincidences there? So... Um, that actually works well with my sponsor for this show. That's why I set it up with them, patriotswitch.com, truthwarriorswitch.com. We made those websites to offer an alternative. We hooked up with an amazing Patriot family and company in the States who makes all of their own ingredients and products from scratch. They offer 450 different products of stuff you're probably already buying. So yeah, truthwarriorswitch.com. It's a pretty cool website. We got to starve the beast and there's many other ways we can do that, but that's a good start. So yeah, this is what I was telling you about. Look at this. Canada's bogus top doctor, Teresa Tam says two doses doesn't really protect you against infection, but, but three doses can certainly protect you for, you know, a period of time against infections. <laughs> Paul Mitchell's awesome. He's like, so how long of a period of time has this turned into? It's an insane farce. Stop complying. It's the worst sales pitch in history, guys. The worst sales pitch in history. Okay, let me just show you this, okay? You're going to get this argument. I figured out that this guy is, I'm 99.9% .9 sure this is an actual AI bot. And who would be hiring and programming AI bots to come after you online if they were representing the truth? Who, who does that kind of stuff? Um, the reason I think this guy was a bot is that every single comment he gave back to me got deleted and then reposted every single one. And there was zero change in the actual tweets. And there was just some fishy, weird stuff where I couldn't even click on it. Like it just, it was weird. So it was clearly a, an AI filter, but either way, they plug in the pre-programmed NPC arguments that they're trying to spoon feed into the brains of everybody you know so it's important you get it well equipped to look at it i'm pretty sure this one's obvious this robot is saying 
these anti-vaxxers are denying the same level of standards in science and engineering, you know, the scientific method, which made the very trucks and machines they depend on every day. That is unreasonable. I didn't think wearing a mask was fun or convenient either, but I did it for the country. <laughs> There's a gazillion ways to take this one apart, but um, this was my response. This is a false equivalency argument because trucks don't cause miscarriages and myocarditis. Trucks also work very reliably and nobody is forced to drive trucks. And of course, censorship is not science. End of debate. And when it comes to the masks, of course, we know they don't work. They make you sick and they're a symbol of slavery and you look ridiculous. All right. End of debate. Thanks for coming out. Um, Yes, this is, this is just a rumor, guys. I, I don't want to be accused of spreading misinformation here, but let me know if you've heard anything on the ground. Please contact me if you work for the Ottawa police and you personally decided to resign after what you saw. I will give you a fair platform. I'll let you speak your mind. Get in touch. But I hear there's a rumor going around that a large amount of Ottawa police have resigned. And of course, that would be the right Canadian thing to do. I'm sure many of them were sick to their stomach last night after what they witnessed. And who wants to be a part of the worst? The worst, uh, let's put it like this. Who wants to be a part of the wrong side of history? How about that? Nuremberg 2 just started. Did you know? It's happening right now. Reiner Fulmich already kicked it off. It's coming to a theater near you. Which side of history are you on? Make sure it's the right one. Bethany Charisse, she says, uh, the media is currently pushing a heavy narrative that everything on the planet is a potential risk factor for heart attacks and heart conditions. Everything except for, well, one thing. <laughs> so bad. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. Oh, look at this. Apparently, uh, Facebook says that using the word honk violates its community standards. <laughs> How pathetic are you guys going to make this? Like, this is the funniest. This is, if it wasn't so tragic, it'd be a comedy. It's so bad. How, do you, how are people falling for this? I don't understand. And yeah, look at this. This is at Windsor. This is the Windsor Detroit Ambassador Bridge. It's blocked. Traffic is not music. This is what's happening. And it's starting to happen all over the country. You should have seen the footage from Vancouver yesterday. Vancouver in the house, represent. That was massive in Vancouver on Saturday. It was huge. It's growing everywhere, guys. Oh, and then, of course, you know, thanks to Barry Jean-Louis, who says, the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa is not only huge, it is amazing. Canada is reshaping history. The Meeks are finally catching up, not in violence, but in what we do best, caring for one another. Caring for Canadians. I am so proud to be a Canadian. You're honestly going to tell me this is about white supremacy and national, all that stuff? Come on. Give me a break. We're all in this together now. And where are you at, Trudeau? Where are you? Come on out of hiding and go fund me. Man, you're going to go broke. I'm telling you. Making a prediction right now. It was a bad move. Bad move. Oh, the guys from Coots just did a little press release today. You can go watch that. Um, let me just quickly roll to my Twitter, make sure I got all the things I wanted to show you. And then I'm going to take some of your comments and questions here.
I never have time for that. I'm apologizing. And also, I just want to do a big thanks to all my fam on the foxhole. I see some people have been giving me some gold pills. Sorry if I missed you. Lots of love. Thank you so much. Pamela, Pamela, Errol, Deborah, R, Full Metal, Trick Pony. Thank you guys. Much appreciated. And also on DLive, anybody that's rocking it there or Rockfin, appreciate it, guys. It means a lot. Um, okay, let's uh, make sure I get you the right one. Okay. <laughs> okay, Cat Turd, you're the best, by the way. Love your Twitter. <laughs> Look at this. Okay, I gotta see, we gotta show you. This is the worst acting in history. It's almost as bad as. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you see this? Someone was, some of the counter protesters was trying to make it look like they got hit by a truck. Oh, I fell over. Oh, I fell over again. I'm dead. I just died. Look at the evil Nazis. Oh. <laughs> watch, watch. See the head come up? <laughs> nice try. You guys are horrible. You can't meme and you can't act. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, oh. Shout out to the teens of the world. Look at this. High school students in Chicago suburb were told to mask up or leave. This was their response. Look at that. They're just all walking out. I've been hearing that there's a major movement in the States of teens and school kids actually protesting the mask mandates in school. It's incredible. High five, guys. Well done. Well done. Not all the kids are falling for the brainwashing they're receiving in school. It's incredible. Oh, and speak. Oh, uh, let's just do this Dell Big Tree tweet. Bombshell whistleblower describes lab leak at Wuhan and CIA involvement. So, this was posted by Dr. Andrew Huff. Trust the doctors. Okay, here's one. Uh, here's a copy of the whistleblower complaint that I submitted to Senator Gary Peters' office. I would like to testify on this critical matter as soon as reasonably possible. Well, let's just see a little bit of what it says, at least. I'll try to zoom in for you guys. Never mind. We won't zoom in. It gets all wonky. Let's just click on it. I gotta go in close. Uh, in late October 2021, I came forward as a material witness and whistleblower related to numerous unethical and criminal behaviors that took place at EcoHealth Alliance, the organization that established the relationship with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and funded the development of SARS-CoV-2, more commonly known as COVID-19. Oh wow. I'm not going to read the whole thing, guys. You can go check it out at A.G. Huff. Go check that out. This is some breaking news. More stuff on this uh, gain of function, creating bioweapons, Anthony Fauci stuff. Um, okay, let me come back. I didn't have time to get this on my other screen. I hope I can. I hope you guys can see this. I took a picture I was just thinking about the schooling, right? My wife, bless her, has been working so hard to teach our kids at home ever since all this stuff hit. 
so that we could spare them the psychological programming um, and the trauma and actually teach them properly. So we've been homeschooling them for the past two years and she was handed something. So we started with a, it's, it's like a, it's a government program, homeschooling something. And they usually do pretty good, but there were some things that she didn't really agree with. So she switched it around. She switched around the, the assignment that the kids were supposed to do. And this is what she's teaching them now. I don't know if you guys can see this. Uh, there we go. Rights, roles, responsibility, freedom, choice, human, love, peace, life, happiness, courage, and truth. And then she put the Canadian flag up there. I just love that. That's what the, um, the, the Nazi hateful terrorists in Canada are teaching their kids. They're teaching them about love and rights and humanity and unity and communication skills and how to think for themselves and how to read so they can learn more about how to think instead of what to think. Um, that is the official opposition. That's what you're up against. So just wanted to point that out. Okay, let me jump in the comments there. If you guys got let me uh, I'll go through a few. I'm going to jump first on, let's see what's going on on DLive. How's it going, DLive? See lots of honks. Someone's saying Boston is really bad too. The universities have lost their minds. Yeah, I'm sure, Stu. I'm sure. We got to get to these kids we got to help them. The kids need a lot of help right now. If you can't even do it for yourself, do it for them. Lots of honks. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> cool. If there's any, uh, if anybody's got any breaking news about what's going on, uh, toss it in the chat right now. I got a few minutes left here. We can hang out and see what's going on. I've also got the uh, Convoy to Ottawa Trello Zello app open. So if anybody jumps on there, I'll be able to catch it. Haven't heard in a bit. Their, their last update, and it, just so you guys know what it looks like, if you get the Zello app, let's just get that to... Okay, it says Convoy to Ottawa. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, they give periodic updates. They were getting smashed by trolls. So people that just have nothing better to do, but make fart jokes and weird stuff like that uh, to try to attack us because they don't have an actual valid scientific or reasonable argument. So they just resort to the maturity of an eight-year-old. Um, so they, they had a lot of problems with trolls. So they've just cut it to, I think, only the dispatchers can talk now. So it's very periodic that you get an update. But once in a while, you do get an update over there. There's also another group on Zello or another channel you can follow on Zello called LAD2, L-A-D-D, -D, the number two. That's another channel that's, I think they're more talking about what's going on in, uh, in Alberta, I believe, I believe. But we're trying to get as much on the ground reporting as we can. Freedom matters is saying remdesivir and hospital protocol equals deaths. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The intubation, the, they were given a crappy protocol, these doctors and nurses who still don't understand that they live in a massively compartmentalized structure. Um, and 
when we find out, when the world realizes that the protocols that the doctors and nurses around the world were told to use to stop this was deliberate misinformation to actually build the pandemic and feather the nest of the numbers, um, that's a massive crime against humanity that sadly they were aiding and abetting in and they don't know about that because they're trained to believe and trust the authorities above them and they don't, everybody's a big chain of command and I'm not saying everybody's in on it or is fully aware of what's going on, but they're just doing what they're trained to do, which is follow orders, just like those cops. And we got to snap out of that mindset. There's a time to follow orders. And there's a time to think as a human being and use your own reason and your own intuition and start questioning things that you know deep down in your heart are wrong. So the protocols used were incorrect. And that's not coming from me. I mean, you're going to say, what are you, Dave? You're not a doctor. Go listen to Dr. Roger Hodkinson from Alberta. That guy's a warrior, by the way. Salute to Dr. Roger Hodkinson. I hope one day to have the honor of interviewing you, sir. You're a warrior. Love you. He's down in Ottawa right now. Um, go listen to Dr. Byron Bridal. Go listen to Dr. Robert Malone. Go listen to Dr. Peter McCullough. Highly esteemed experts talking about this stuff. This isn't just coming from me. And um, they also suppressed known therapeutics, cures, treatments, vitamins, health advice that could have prevented it. They stopped early treatment. That results in ma massive deaths. So when you look at the total all-cause mortality, not really being that, Im that impressive if we were to have just experienced two years of the deadliest plague ever, um, we're not seeing a massive uptick in the all-cause mortality, even with those numbers, even with the fraud, the issues with the PCR testing. which that alone should tell us everything, but they withheld treatment that would have worked for people that were immunocompromised elderly, right? The people that die of the seasonal flu, they die of every, they, if you have an, a compromised immune system on this planet, I'm sorry, nature's not that kind. So the protocols, the government policies, the lack of early treatment options, the lack of educating the public about how to boost their immune system and stay healthy. All this social distancing, masking, hypersanitization has been destroying everybody's immune system and making them even more sick. The spiritual death that people have experienced, the psychological issues that people have experienced have also contributed to poor health. I mean, they're out there telling you that it's because of your anxiety attacks that you can't shovel snow before having a heart attack, but yet they're not going to say that by them literally blasting your brain 24 seven with total fear porn every day for two years straight, isn't going to result in psychological harm that we should stop. So that's why there's truckers parked on your front door. That's why you're going to hear honking, I'm trying to shake you out of your sleep. Something's got to wake you up. Reason isn't waking you up. Real science isn't waking you up. The facts of reality that are blatantly obvious for everybody to see are not waking you up. People trying to reach out to you and give you an olive branch and sit down and have a conversation with you, maybe even a debate. That's not working. So it's, it's honking. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> Sorry. It's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Freedom Matters says, I took ivermectin, stayed home a couple days, 
later, 96 oxygen level, fever gone on third day, no hospital because I would have been intubated by then. Yeah. I lost friends to the hospital. They go in the hospital, they don't come out. People that stay home and do natural cures, they're strong as hell right now. They're healthy. They're, they're, they're fine. The body knows how to heal. This was an attack. This was an attack on humanity. That's what we need to understand. So, oh, what's this? Calgary police two hours ago. We have issued more than 30 summons to drivers involved in today's convoy death demonstration. Approximately 50 additional summons will be mailed to the registered owners of vehicles identified as committing an offense. <laughs> 30? I think there was more than 30 there, Ottawa Calgary police. And all those tickets are going to get overturned because they are completely not based in law. So we're allowed to demonstrate in this country. You didn't issue those fines for people literally tearing down statues and burning down churches, did you? So you don't really have an argument. Um, I'm just looking for any updates here before I let you guys go. Oh, here's Twinkle Toes Trudeau. He won't come out and say anything, but he just has to come out and do his daily Pfizer pitch. Vaccines are our best tool to protect our economy and save lives, even though they're failing all over the world and they're killing and maiming people. And our best way to get back to the people, places, and things that we love. No, it's the honking that's going to help us get back to those things, Justin. Just come out of hiding. The gig is up. To the healthcare workers, truckers, and others on the front lines who've gotten vaccinated, thank you. Let's all follow their example. Let's not. Let's not. What if I don't want to? Now what? Back to the trucks then, aren't we? Sorry, buddy. Nobody's going to listen to you ever again. Nobody cares what you think. Oh, look at this. Alaska truckers form a convoy to support the Canadian protests. Well done, Alaska. Well done, Alaska. <laughs> Small fringe majority, minority, hey? Small fringe minority. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's 10 minutes long. So guys, everybody's sending me the clips from the Nuremberg 2 trials with Reiner Fulmich in Germany. Um, go watch it. It's going viral right now. He'll explain how the court works, what's happening. The information they're dropping is incredible, and they've been collecting data from insiders and top experts all over the world for the whole time, and we're all excited to see this. And um, if the government, if nobody will actually enforce this, then we've got a whole army of truckers that will help with that. So we're not really that worried. So go follow that. Oh, and I have to say something about the conservatives. All right, let's do this. I know you guys want to hear this. So I had a bit of a moment of excitement followed by reality and realization when I heard that Pierre Poliev, who was one of the better conservatives, pretty smart guy. He stood up to the liberals many times in Canada. He was one of the guys that I was always like, he might actually do a good job being able to oppose these people. And he would, you know, he, he would be popular. He's very eloquent. He's a smart guy. Um, it would be a, a much tighter race. Um, 
And he, of course, came out the first weekend, so around the 29th. He came out around that time to start showing support for the truckers movement. And he actually went out onto one of the overpasses and he was talking to people. He was taking videos. He was uh, trying to, he, he did a great video that went viral, defending the truckers, all that kind of stuff. And then it was crickets. And at that time, he said, I'm not going to be running for the government. I'm not going to run for the, he, he was basically saying, I'm not going to run for the leadership of the conservative party. And then that was the last bit of support we heard from Pierre. He goes, we don't know what happened. All of a sudden he comes out with this video that went super mega viral where he says, okay, now I'm in the race. I'm running for the leadership position for the conservative party. And that's it. And then all this stuff started happening with the cops in Ottawa and they went and took all the gas and well, not all of it, just a little bit for the, for the cameras. Um, and they, they started threatening arrests and there's like people with grenade launchers walking around and like, it was just getting crazy. And Canada was looking for leadership and Trudeau's nowhere to be found during a time of crisis. Um, nobody's there to lead anybody. And I think if you're running for the position of wanting to lead the country, this is the time to shine, Pierre. Like, this is your time. This is when you come out and support the Canadians that are, if you show them support and you're honest and you can explain some of your past things that you voted for, like the Paris Climate Accord, some of your connections to the World Economic Forum, if you come out and, and reassure everybody and show that you actually do care about Canada and that you're here to support this movement for freedom, in the way that you were just a week ago, I think all the people that are in Ottawa and this movement that's all over the country that's going super viral, they would all vote for you, right? At the very least. And if you're a patriot and you care about freedom, then you'll stand up for the highest law on the land, which is the Charter of Rights. And that was your own argument, right? But where were you when we really needed you? Where are you right now? Why aren't you denouncing the movement by the Ottawa mayor? Why aren't you denouncing the move by the Ottawa police. Why aren't you out there continuing your support? Why aren't you on the ground in Ottawa with a camera following you around as you interview truckers and as you interview protesters and people that have their concerns and as you interview veteran military officers that serve this country and you, as you interview children that are running around with signs that say, can I have my life back, please? You know, like, why, why, why aren't you down there doing that? The only guy in politics that's down there and he's not just down there he's like in the mud with these protesters he's being arrested with these protesters he's out there talking to people he's out there having pizza and dancing with people it's maxime bernier he's the only one people's party of canada it's the he's the only guy that has been solid and consistent even before this convoy no politician in Canada uses the word freedom more than Maxime Bernier. And I'm with you, Canada. I'm with you that you don't even want to trust any of these politicians. But I'm going to be here. I'm going to sit here and give credit where credit is due. One of the thousands of politicians that exist in this country is out there on the streets, arm in arm, side by side, He's been at every protest possible this entire two years. He's been steadfast in telling Canada the truth, the facts. Him and Randy Hillier, that's it. Maybe a couple other guys that I can't think of right now. 
and of course, all the leadership of the People's Party. But the leader of the party that I think got way more votes than they'll ever let you know about, because we got all these missing ballots stuff happening in Canada, by the way. I'll have to do a whole other show on that. Never forget that Dominion Voting Systems was housed in Toronto, okay? Never forget that. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to say that. I, I, I'm very disappointed, and I'm actually highly skeptical of Pierre's sudden change of heart to run for the government of Canada. The conservatives in this country are a joke. The, the leadership, there's great conservative people here. Those are, those are your truckers, your farmers, and your cowboys. But... Um, there's not a conservative among the political conservatives here. They're pathetic. Some of the top pundits are out there on Twitter right now going, guys, for the betterment of the country, we have to end the protest, okay? Just go home. These are the conservatives. These are the official opposition. That's not an opposition. You're weak. No spine. No brains. It's sad. Politically, we, it's the trucker party now. That's it. It's the People's Party and the trucker party. That's all we got in Canada. And actually, that's a good place to start. I'll bet you the truckers would run this place a lot better than any of the government here. But I just want to say that. Let's just call it what it is. Let's, I'm just telling you the facts. Pierre Polyev came out, I think, what it looks like, Pierre, is it looks like optics. It looks like political moves. I think that you purposely waited to announce your candidacy for, for the government to run against the liberals for a moment like this. You, you went out and got lots of face time with the protesters for like a two days when it was easy. And then you vanished just like Trudeau when we really need you. Not a good look. Meanwhile, Maxime's out there doing full-time hours, freezing his butt off, talking to these people and getting footage. And every he's out there doing videos on his Twitter every day about freedom. We got to bring freedom. The guy says freedom more than I do, for crying out loud. Who do you think we're going to vote for, Pierre? So I just want to say that. That's, that's what's happening. I hope... I always want to give people an opportunity. I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I'm sorry if my trust is a little bit shaken in the Conservative Party of Canada. You guys are a joke. You got to clean yourself up. And you're probably even a worse swamp than even the Liberal Party, and that's saying a lot. A lot of you guys were groomed by the World, Health, by the World Economic Forum, and we know it. We know where your allegiances lie, and they clearly don't lie with Canadians or the concerns that everyday hardworking Canadians actually have. That's a problem amongst all the political elites in this country and probably every country that's tuning into this show right now. So there's not going to be a political solution. It's a trucker solution. It's the people solution. Every individual has to reclaim their own freedom. And whether it's written on paper or not, your constitution lives within you and you have to live it every day. So no more masks, no more QR codes. Just stop. Everybody stop. If everybody stops, it's over. They can't do anything. Just like they can't do anything about these truckers. They're going to try, but they're going to fail at every turn. It's just going to keep growing. Everything they do from here out is just going to make it grow. So 
anyways, guys, that's what I got to say. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming out. Stay tuned for my announcement about uh, Friday. I'll, I'll have this amazing interview, another insider coming out to share her story. Veteran paramedic. Um, and also, I'll be posting the latest episode of Unslaved. You can check that out at unslaved.com. It's a membership-based platform, exclusive, but it's definitely worth every penny. It's what keeps this whole thing going. And uh, you can get it out at unslaved.com. Another interview we just did with a, a gentleman named Rob, who we got deeper into the history of the box saga and some of that. So it was a pretty fascinating discussion, let me tell you, getting into symbolism and all that. Really, really good stuff. So check that out. We also did a really good interview with Caleb um, on Unslaved recently, getting into the history of witch covens. That was some, that's some cool stuff. That's some pretty crazy stuff. So if you like that stuff, go over to unslave.com. Also, man, my colleague, Michael Desarian, he's been calling this out from day one. Everybody's been forgetting about psychology and mass psychology. He called it out well before mass formation psychosis was even a thing. We were talking in early 2020 about hysterical contagion, the dancing plague of the Middle Ages, psychological warfare, mind control. We've been doing that on Unslave for six years. So um, go give credit where credit's due. Go learn from the masters. Boatloads of sources are provided to you. And um, we have to reclaim our own minds back from this black magic spell that's been cast over this earth. And we have to live free or die trying. That's the level of commitment we need. So let's go win. Victory is ours. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys later.